So about twice a year, I get on my soapbox. I'm standing on a soapbox. And I talk about using square foot per capita as the main tool for determining supply demand for self-storage markets. Isn't it time we rethink that as the sole criteria for determining supply demand? I think it's time has come to expand that. We're going to talk about that today. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Quick Start Academy. And the Quick Start Academy is a platform that houses the training that I offer small investors who want to get in the self-storage business or want to grow their self-storage business. You can find out more about that and specifically the on-demand self-storage boot camp at Creating Wealth through selfstorage.com. But like all human beings, I love it when I can complain about something, then build consensus around it and have people agree with me. That's as, as humans, for some reason, that's what we're wired to do. And I'm no different than anyone else. And last week, as I was researching for last week's episode, I came across a quote from a large self-storage data provider. Someone that if you're in the self-storage business and looking at developing and exploring markets, you'd recognize these people. And here's what they said. On a market level, rate growth is tempering across major and tertiary markets. Street rate performance in these markets appears to be largely driven by population growth rather than the high level of storage penetration in a market, or in other words, square foot per capita, especially as rates remain the strongest in high growth markets in the south, southeast, and southwest despite high levels of available self-storage supply or high square foot per capita. And that's been my experience too. Two examples. One, Florida market, feasibility report came back, 12 something, close to 13 square feet per capita. We walk from that project. Guy comes right behind us, takes it over, knocks it out of the park. Texas market. We put something under contract to do an expansion. Took a year to almost to kind of move through entitlement and, and start construction. And all through that year, I'm obsessively pulling reports looking at square foot per capita in that market. And from the time we put it under contract, which was eight something per square foot per capita, to the time we started leasing, it got was pushing on 13, but we already had it under contract. So what do we do? We start leasing. What did we lease it up at? 3,400 square feet net absorption per month. I put a thousand in my performa. Why? Well, because we were at equilibrium and I didn't know how fast it would rent. What did both the Florida market and the Texas market have in common? You got it. Population growth. Now here's just some random observations I've made. In markets where population growth is strong, demand for self-storage, 
absorption of self-storage and lease-up situations and self-storage rental rates either one seem to be not affected by square foot per capita as much or two the population growth actually raises the square foot per capita demand. I've also noticed in markets where rent growth is very strong, it self-storage demand appears to increase, absorption in lease-up situations appears to increase, and Rental rates either seem to be not affected by square foot per capita or the, the rent grow, apartment rent growth actually increases the square foot per capita that would be equilibrium. I've also noticed in markets where housing costs are going up, self-storage demand increases, lease up during absorption increases, and rental rates seem either not to be affected by square foot per capita or square foot per capita goes up because housing costs go up. I mean, it just intuitively makes sense that it's easier and let you burn less calories and it costs less money in, in markets where rent growth and housing costs are going up to rent self-storage as opposed to, to move and get a bigger place. But you rarely, if never, see any of these other factors listed in a feasibility report. They may talk about housing starts, but I haven't seen that move the square foot per capita number. Now, I'm not saying square foot per capita is not a valid indicator of supply and demand. I'm just saying it's not the only indicator of supply and demand. No other retail industry, and get man, I get it, you know, self-storage is a real estate play, but I'm telling you, it's also a retail business. We relate to self-storage like a retail business. And there's no other retailer that I know of, and I've been in the commercial real estate business helping retailers pick markets, and we don't look at square foot per capita for barbershops. We don't look at square foot per capita for automotive supply retailers. We don't look, if you got a beauty supply store, we're not looking at how many beauty supply stores there are in a particular area based on population. We're looking at spending trends, we're looking at income, and look at how drugstores determine where they're going to go. So I'm not saying square foot per capita is not a valid thing to know and is a red flag, but I'm telling you, it's a blunt instrument. It would be like in the medical industry using, in the old days, you just use leeches to suck blood, and that was the blunt instrument they used to help people get well. Square foot per capita is a blunt instrument. It does not look at the, it's not a holistic look at a particular trade area or market area. There's a lot of other variables involved that are drivers for supply demand for self-storage. So as an industry, I think it's time that we matured a little bit 
and use a more holistic approach and begin to look at a particular market area and look at other self-storage drivers besides square foot per capita. Don't throw it out, but it doesn't give a complete picture at all on the health, the economic health of a particular trade area for self-storage. As an industry, it's time to grow up. That's what I'm thinking today. And my name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage. And I'm the creator of the Storage World Analyzer, which is the financial analysis tool we use today that will help us financially model out our self-storage opportunities. You can do it with existing expansions, conversions, new construction. Find out more about it, creating wealth through self-storage, and I'll see you next week. And I promise I'll be off the soapbox.